Starwood Show. I have a really, really special guest this week. And uh, some of you may know her. If you've been following me, if you were on my first um, live podcast show, then you met her. Uh, this is the lovely, the beautiful <laughs> Siobhan Dorsey Moffat. Hi! Hello! <laughs> Hello. Siobhan lives here in Dallas, and she's a good friend of mine. She's a fashion designer, women's empowerment leader, married, living her best life. She's so much fun, and I'm really, really happy to have her on this week's episode because I think she's going to bring like a wealth of knowledge, <laughs> especially about our topic. <laughs> yes. This week's episode is titled, It's Been Too Long to Stay, and It's Been Too Long to Throw It All Away. So we're talking about when you're in a relationship, how do you know that it's time to let it go, and how do you know it's time to stay and keep going? Um, and I can attest to being in a situation like that. I'm sure Siobhan can too. Mm -hmm. We've both dated and uh, been on the, the brink of thinking like, oh, if I stay a little longer, maybe it'll turn into something. <laughs> but I hope that you guys like are somewhere where you can have a cocktail because guess what? We are about to share this week's Truth Serum cocktail before we get started. Yeah. This week's Truth Serum Cocktail is the Blood Orange Brazilian Caparina. You'll take sugar cubes, fresh lime, and blood oranges and muddle them. Pour in the cachaca and crushed ice, stir or shake, and enjoy. All right, guys, so I hope that you enjoy this week's Truth Serum Cocktail. And we're gonna jump right into the show. So, Siobhan, I wanna know from your point of view, um, have you ever been in a situation where you did not know like where let me refrain let me go back and rephrase that have you ever been in a situation or or relationship where you feel like you held on a little too long absolutely yeah. I have experienced that before yeah uh, in fact even though I'm happily joyfully lovingly married now it was actually my ex right before I yeah. got married yeah um, Cumulatively, it was about 10 years that... Damn. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> sorry, Mom. About 10 years, cumulatively, you uh -huh. know, collectively, on and off, but 10 dedicated years of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. And how did you know that it was too long or that you... Um, you know, it's interesting that you say that because while you're in it, you don't really know it's too long. Right. It, right. It's like, it just feels like this is what you're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. while you're in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that a lot of us ladies kind of, we misconstrue. We feel like, well, what we're doing is what we're supposed to be doing because that's what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And time almost becomes irrelevant. And that's a scary place to be. I agree. I agree. I, I think sometimes we get so comfortable and so uh, much into a pattern with the person yes. that it, it becomes our normality. It becomes our day-to-day. -day. Yes. And, and sometimes even when you start to combine your life with them, like you have the mm -hmm. same friends, you go yes. to the same church, yes. you uh, live together, yeah. you, you know, intermingle your finances, mm -hmm. you're basically married to some extent. Yeah. Um, by common law in some states and you don't know how to unravel that mm -hmm. um, without completely reconfiguring your own life let alone the life you have with them yeah. so I think I agree I think sometimes you just don't even realize it's been years you mm -hmm. know 
And let's not leave out the emotional ties mm -hmm. and the soul ties. I mean, obviously, most people are probably, and I'm just saying most, not all, mm -hmm. but most people typically, when you're in long-term relationships, are sexually active with each other. Yeah. And you have those soul ties that are so hard to break. Right. We talked about that on, on a few episodes ago. It, ah. it's, it's very difficult to... to separate yourself especially when you get some type of emotional feeling from them yes. you know so yes. absolutely yeah yeah i think i was um i was in a relationship a little too long um maybe once in my life okay um and it was look y'all it wasn't a relationship it was a situation <laughs> it's okay we've had those yeah, too right yeah, it was like it was one of those things and, and some of you uh, women who are listening can probably attest to this like you're dating somebody and you're thinking to yourself like we're just dating and they keep telling you like oh well I just want to get to know you I want to like spend more time with you mm -hmm. I need to see if this is what I want mm -hmm. but they want all the benefits like their mm -hmm. husband yeah and, husband. yeah and you're like first of all I don't have a title not that a title um necessarily is the goal when you're dating the goal is to get to know them and see if you want to be with them yeah but yes. if you become um, so dedicated and committed to each other mm -hmm. that they don't put a title with it, it's probably time to, you know, walk away. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was kind of in that situation where I was dating someone and um, we were doing everything like we were like in a commit. I mean, for yeah. a long time, like we were in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm putting my, my whole dating experience on hold. Yeah with the intention of this person getting ready and feeling like I'm the one. Yeah. I'm the one that they want to date. Right. And um, I knew that after a while, like, it wasn't going anywhere. Like, okay, mm -hmm. even though, like, I'm meeting your family, and even though we're spending, you know, holidays together, all these things are going on, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you still aren't willing to commit, which lets me know that, I'm not the person you want to commit to because I'll tell y'all when they're ready and it's not yeah. just men it's women too. women too when you are ready and you want a person yes. that's it it don't matter how you much you think you you know I want to be out here I want to be single when you meet the right person mm -hmm. that you feel like is a good fit mm -hmm. all that goes out the window yeah. I know from experience with myself so mm -hmm. I had a situation where I was like there a little too long but I felt like it was so long that I didn't want to throw it all away mm. so I kept thinking every month like every month we kept going and then months <laughs> went by like you'd be like damn it's a year already you it goes like fast. Like fast especially when you're actually enjoying the person you yes. don't have a reason to you know just break it off besides they're not committing like yeah. everything else is good it's just they're not committed. you're not committed mm -hmm. and um, commitment is a huge part of um, them covering you. Like, if they mm -hmm. can't commit to you, right. there's no way they're going to be able to carry and cover you. Yeah. And for me, that was extremely important in my dating experience, in mm -hmm. my relationship. Like, me feeling like I have good covenant with someone. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, how do you, let me ask you, Shawn, how do you know um, when to wait? Like, okay, mm -hmm. this person is preparing you know because yeah. I think there's a difference between um, just dating yeah. and enjoying the person and then you know in your heart they're preparing for 
marital covenant. They're preparing to take it to the next step. You know that there's things that they're truly and actively working on. So how do you think you know that? Like how you're married, how did you know with your husband like um, this this period? Because I know you guys didn't get married two days after you met. <laughs> how did you know like this is the time that we need to get to know, get reacquainted, get to know each other? And I know where it's going. Like, how did you know that? Well, there's probably a little bit of a caveat with my situation because my husband and I were actually high school and college sweethearts 25 mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. So, or 20 years, <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> but, um, so there's there's a little bit of a situation there, there where there was already a, a small level of familiarity. I mean, mm -hmm. we were four, four and a half years or whatever it was together. So. But, you know, you, you add 20 years to the mix. He was previously married. Um, you know, obviously children who are pretty much now grown. All of these things, and that person is a different person. So, going back to your question, we still have to get to know each other. Right. And I think I, I can't uh, stress enough the power of communication. Yeah. I always encourage ladies, ask questions. Ask questions. You know, don't be afraid to ask, or should I say be encouraged to ask questions. You know, ask the things that you want to know. I think that so many people assume or they they think or they see what they want to see versus getting correct answers. Mm -hmm. And not only should you ask questions, but you should also be paying attention to the behavior. Right. So if you're That's asking, important. yeah, like if you're asking questions and you're getting answers, but their behavior says something entirely different, then you know that there's a level of inconsistency. And that is something that I would kind of shy away from or back mm -hmm. away from. Mm -hmm. I think that enough women, not enough, but not enough women don't ask very pertinent questions in the beginning. Well, you know, what do you want to do? In life, do you even see yourself married? Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about marriage? Is marriage right. something that you um, have always wanted? Are your parents still married? Yeah. You know, are there any married people in your lives that you look Tell up to? Example. Yeah. yeah. Are there any married examples in your life? Mm -hmm. um, you know, how do you feel about marriage? You know, have you ever been married before? Mm -hmm. Why did you all break up? You know, what are you looking for now? I think that a lot of times men say less, but they do more. Right. And we do less but say more. Mm -hmm. We're very much communicators. Men are very much exhibitors or demonstrators. Mm -hmm. And you can, you can over time, you know, you got to give it some time. But over time, you can read their behavior and you can tell whether they are really in it for a progressive state or a progressive relationship or just coasting. You know, right. we got a lot of coasters, mm -hmm. you know, who just kind of want to float along, no destination. You know, um, no particular place or time frame. I'm just here and existing. That's a very scary place to be. I mean, clearly, who wants to be floating in the middle of the ocean? So I do encourage women not only to ask questions, but I'm just going to be a little transparent here. Sometimes we give too much too soon, too fast, without getting to know a person for who they are what they stand for. Uh, the best way to get to me, the best way to get to know a person is either A, when they're angry, or when they're in a disagreement with you, mm -hmm. or when situations are not as pleasurable. You really yeah. get to see the core of a person. And you can't see that if you're already sleeping with them, 
You know what I mean? Or you can't see that if you don't give yourself time to know them before other behaviors take place. Mm -hmm. I think women need to pace themselves in relationships and learn a person, become their friend. Yeah, I agree. I think that there is um, kind of three points that you really made was the, um, the, the, the getting to know the person first. I think that's extremely important. And I think uh, sometimes we don't see the value in that, especially when we have the instantaneous like chemistry and attraction and, mm -hmm. or when they check all the things on our box. Because I feel like if you give the man the manual, He's gonna know how to He's fix gonna the car. Yeah. He's gonna know how to clean it up. Yeah. But if you don't give him the manual, and when I say that, I mean, this is what I want. This is. If there's a difference between telling him what you want mm -hmm. and then allowing him to tell you what he wants and what he's ready for, and then showing you. Yeah. And so the second thing that you mentioned was the um, asking pertinent questions, and I totally agree. I think I've mentioned <laughs> this before. Yeah. I have like guys. I have five qualification questions you should ask before the even the first date. Here are five questions you should ask before the first date. I'm gonna drop some knowledge on y'all. These are my five qualifying questions. Let's hear it. They're pertinent questions. Okay. I think that the first thing you should ask someone is, um, to me, what's your relationship with God? Mm. Like, where are you spiritually? Yes. What's your walk? And I say that because some people, you can be in a completely different walk or a different point in your walk, which mm -hmm. is fine. You don't have to, I don't try to convert anybody. Yeah. I just need to know where you are and what your intentions are. Yeah. And yeah. I've met men who don't have a relationship at all, and that's fine for you. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm trying to have my family do the right thing. Not that you, not that everyone I meet, I'm trying to marry. But I need to wean out the ones I'm not like I'm not gonna be yeah. accessible to people that are not qualified to date me. Yeah. And vice versa. I would expect a guy to be like, You're not qualified to date me, right. you know? But right. he felt that way. And so my first question is always like, What's your relationship with God? And just that, like you tell me what that means to you. I don't need to break that down. I don't need to tell you about prayer or whatever. Like where you are and how you perceive that and explain it to me is enough for me to listen to you and see where you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, number two is, um, to be honest, do you have kids? Mm, that matters. I'm I'm thirty, mm -hmm. and I I haven't I've met very few men who are thirty and above that don't have kids. Mm -hmm aren't on the down low and don't have kids Ooh, or um, they lying about the about not having kids. Flat <laughs> out. So <laughs> Oh no. I need to just ask you directly, do you have children? And if they say yes or no, then I'm penetrating that question. There's a, there's a, 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 a article A of that. It's Ooh. like so how many kids? Yeah. And just don't lie on the kids. Yeah. Are do you have any that might be yours that you that you're not that you're not sure of? Do you have any that you're not claiming? <laughs> we don't get all the way down, and I'm gonna penetrate that. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I need to know. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think I also if they have if they have children, I need to know how much quality time do you spend with your children? Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about like they live with their mom and you Facetime them or yeah. you know you get them for one day on the weekend or every other weekend mm -hmm. because. To me, quality time is creating memories that they yes. know yes. that they look forward to spending time with you. Mm -hmm. I would never date a kid, date a man who has kids who never date a kid either. That was right. <laughs> <laughs> I would never date a man who has kids yeah. and he does not 
not spend quality time and takes care of his kids outside of it, even if he pays child support. Like, mm -hmm. to me, if I'm going to be with you for the next 18 plus years yeah. and you pay child support, this baby coming over here. Like, <laughs> like we got to drop We're gonna check. Spend time. We, yeah, we're going to get our money's worth. <laughs> we a part of this, uh, what was instilled in this child. Yes. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not dating anybody with more than two kids. Okay, interesting. Really? Yeah, that's like I know me. I can't. Really? No. Why? Um, I'm gonna jump into that. I'm gonna tell I you know, you're, you're number three. Sorry. Number three. I'm gonna answer that. So <laughs> number <to> three. <laughs> number three um, is what do you do career-wise? Okay. And I think that question is very. I've asked men that. And I can tell the type of man that he is and his mindset immediately how he responds. Mm. Because someone that's passionate about what they do, yeah. it comes out. Someone who has vision, yeah. they have a plan for something else. They might say, well, I work here and I'm hustling and I take 20% of my earnings and I put it into my bill. Whatever it is, <laughs> any man that can, can break it down to me that quick about what he does but what he wants to do, has vision, he's enterprising. Those are things that are on my top 50 of my husband. So I'm like, okay, you can be, you can work at, you know, um, the U.S. Post Office. But, bro, I need you to have a vision that's not no, you know, under the table vision. I need you to have a vision that's going to create family wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, leave something that if our kids are not able, uh, skill set wise to do it, mm -hmm. they can still operate it and lead it. So I need someone who has vision of a business that they can operate even if they can't do it. So if he's doing something like cooking and you know your kid may or may not want to cook, that ain't going to work. We need to come up with another business. <laughs> I mean, that's your passion, though, and I love it. Right. But you need to get, like, you need to get a storefront and be doing something. Mm, interesting. So, interesting. Plus, I need to know what, I need to know that you're, that you're, at whatever age you are, because typically I date men that are 35 and older. Yeah, yeah. So whatever age that you are, I need to know that you've, Use your time wisely to set yourself up fiscally mm -hmm. to, to have some type of foundation. Mm -hmm. Like you have income, you have benefits that you're taking care of yourself. You're not working 20 jobs mm -hmm. to make to maintain. Mm -hmm. So that ain't gonna work for me, mayor. Some of y'all, I don't need a hustler, I need an enterprising man. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> I know some people are like, I want a man that hustle. No, mm -hmm. no, 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 not me. I think that a very important qualifying question, I think, is to ask his intentions. Mm -hmm. Where are you at right now? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like people will be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And that's, and I say this, you say that before you tell him what you want. Yeah. Don't ask him that after you to tell him, you know, I'm, I'm just ready to be a wife and yeah. God sees wife all over me and I need him <laughs> to see wife all over me. Don't do that. Don't be that girl. Like. Mm -hmm. Let him see wife on you and tell you, I'm looking for a wife. Mm -hmm. And the fifth question I think is so important that people overlook and the, or they avoid. Mm -hmm. How long ago did your last relationship end? Mm -hmm. And what did you learn from that? Yeah. Yeah. Because if he just broke up with a chick. Last week. Last week. <laughs> last month. Um, he's one of those guys that jumps from relationship to relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's not healthy. That means you've never given your, yourself the opportunity. You're, you're trying to fill a void yeah. so you don't feel the void. void. Yeah. And that's so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And that means that 
an analogy that I saw this guy um, speak about on social media. He said, when you pack your bag, he was like, a relationship is like pack bags on a trip. Mm -hmm. You have your bags, you know, somebody calls you. So the analogy is you meet this woman or this man, this person, and they say, let's go on a trip. Mm -hmm. And you're so excited because this trip is the place that you want to go. So you throw everything, you just run home, you don't look at what you pack, and you just start grabbing stuff like they said, be ready in five minutes. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what they that's what they're gonna be ready to go. You throw all this stuff into the bag mm -hmm. and then you just go to the airport. Yeah. And when you get there, you open the bag and realize you have items in your bag from the wrong season. Yes. You got winter clothes for a summer vacation. Mm -hmm. You done brought sweaters and boots and you about to be in a hundred and twenty degree weather in the desert. You have items from for that's coming for the wrong season and you're not prepared for what for where you are. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot in relationships where we see everything in the person that we want because mm -hmm. that's where our that's, that's where we want to go. Yeah. And suddenly we just unload and connect with them. And once we start unpacking ourselves, we realize that I'm not prepared for this season. Mm -hmm. I'm not the place that I need to be based on what I, I'm bringing. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at it that way, I think sometimes we need to take the time before we start to go on that destination with that person, mm -hmm. take time to look at what you're packing to take with you with that person. Take time to prepare yourself properly by packing the right items and leaving the items you don't need back back where, 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 you, where, you, where you left them. <laughs> um, and that's just what I think. I feel like we, uh, that analogy, I, I visualize that because I've been there where I've taken things into a situation or a relationship and I'm like, dang, I should have left that with that person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so that's my fifth. fifth I feel like you, I just, those are the five things I need to know before we even go on the first date. <laughs> that's a conversation in person or over the phone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there are answers that validify if you're qualified to date me and if I'm qualified and ready to date you. Because there's instances where you're not ready either. It's not just looking at the person and always pointing a finger at them like, do you have what it takes to date me? One thing of, uh, and a good important part of being able to uh, be in a relationship is being emotionally mature enough to, to self-evaluate. Yeah. And know when you need to fix things with yourself. Yeah, that's important. That's yeah, you're important. married, so I'm sure you know when you're in a relationship, yeah. when you're married to someone, you have to be willing to check yourself mm -hmm. and receive them checking you yeah. in love. Yeah, you do. I, I think that, well, kind of going back to um, the questions, I, I dated very differently when mm -hmm. I was single. Mm -hmm. I, um, I don't know if I asked as many questions as I did have fun. I was really, really I just, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but I, I enjoyed the sport and the art of dating. Yeah. And, it, and it had nothing to do with sex. Mm -hmm. It was just, I enjoyed, uh, to me, dating, it was like a serial dating kind of thing. It was like, you know, okay, so who next? Who can, you know, for me, I loved conversation. I loved fun. I loved That's your creativity. Personality. Yeah, it's very personality. personable, happy, joyful. Yes. Person. I'm so very people-centered. Mm -hmm. And one thing, though, that was, was very, and I know things are a little different, mm -hmm. or people are different in their choices and decisions, but none of them, and I do repeat, none of them knew where I turned the key 
and laid head, meaning lay down, meaning mm-hmm. where home. I live, my home. My home was so sacred. Take note. My That's home was important. precious. That's very important. I would date you, we'd meet here, we'd go here, let's have dinner, let's meet up at the bar, whatever. The only, and I do repeat, the only two people that knew where I lived ended up being in, I ended up being in relationships with them. Yeah. So I think that that women need to have fun because dating should be fun. I think that so many women take it, and I hate to say this because it's probably bad. I think a lot of women take it too seriously. You're, you know, you're not looking for the next president in the United States. Okay. But I feel like compatibility is underrated. I feel like where there's compatibility, where there's friendship, where there is fun, and I'm, I'm not saying all fun and games, but I mean, when you really get to know a person for who they are, I cannot stress friendship enough. Oh. Become their friend. They should be your friend. Mm-hmm. Be friends. People forget That's about so, friends. Friendship is so important. It's Even so important. going back to like, I know I'm, I'm past a Pilar a lot of times, but... <laughs> Um, getting even to like the biblical way like I have some friends that we talk about the bible we talk about the word we we can talk about scripture we talk about the type of woman you need to be the type of man you should look for how he should be yeah and we focus so much on that Mm -hmm. that we lose sight that we're all in the flesh yeah and there are things that God created you as a helpmate to help cultivate now you shouldn't be training him and teaching him how to be a man. There's things that you should that you are designed mm-hmm. to help him blossom in mm-hmm. and help him as a helpmate, as his rib. Absolutely. So, you know, and it, it's I, I had this conversation with some of my girlfriends. Like I know that you feel like he should be doing this and doing it like that, and he should be prepared for this and prepared for that. But sometimes you can run a man off. Yeah. Which with your demands of how he should be, what he should be doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to step away from the man completely. Yeah, yeah. And if he's not serving you, don't don't nag him and make him. Because I I know from experience, mm-hmm. deuces like. <laughs> well, yeah, because some men are natural. Naturally, I think God put two things into in them, and and some of them may not know it, but naturally, men are pursuers. And naturally, they are fixers. They, they want to naturally make things right for us. That's just, God put that in, in my belief in every man. Now, true, some men choose not to, you know, pursue because mm-hmm. so many women have flipped that as to where the women are pursuing now. And the men don't have to. It's almost like a lion. If you put a lion in, that, in nature, they're going to hunt. They're going to hunt the little gazelles or the rabbits or whatever they get to. But you take a lion in the zoo and he's fed every day at 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock. He doesn't have to hunt. He doesn't have to pursue because the meat's right there for him. So he loses that skill of hunting his prey because it's fed to him every day. And I think that women in society, unfortunately, have taken that pursuit away from men because they're so forward. They're so inviting. They're so, they do the pursuing. Literally, the roles have reversed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and, and it's okay, and I, this is a whole other topic, and I probably am stepping into some deep waters here unintentionally, but some women feel differently. They're like, well, what's wrong? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's 2019. If I want, if I see a man that I like, let me go talk to him. That's true, and I agree with that. 
but there's a way you have to, to be do ready. it. Yeah. yeah. You have to be ready to accept what comes with that. Yeah. If your relationship starts that way, it's going to be an expectation for it to still continue that. Yes. And there's a way to show interest without pursuing. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's a, a difference. Very, yes. Yeah, there's a difference. You can show interest, but not pursue. Mm-hmm. And I think some women pretty much combine those two. And they just take a whole pursuit in their hands. And the man is literally like, okay, I don't yeah. have to do anything. And if that's your, that's the way you want your relationship to go, and I know we talked about gender roles before, mm-hmm. like if you feel like that's the way you want your relationship to go, you don't mind, you know, leading and carrying the way and being the, the top of the hierarchy, do you. Be happy. But for... I will say for for most women innately, we um, we are nurturers, so we like to take care of what we're given. Yeah, it's it's a little bit different as the hunter to go get it in it, but we have been conditioned, mm-hmm. especially as Black women, we've been conditioned to mm-hmm. hunt, hunt cultivate, pursue. nurture, <laughs> yes. and provide. Yeah, and yeah. all those things you know, come into play when the man is missing from the from the, the home dynamic or the family dynamic. So we start doing all those things mm-hmm. and then we teach that to our children. Mm-hmm. So then they make excuses saying, well, my mom did, my mom was, she was doing this, doing that, rocking it. Yeah. And now we don't know anything different. We don't know how to receive and accept a man coming in and actually having us. Mm-hmm. And showing us that he got us. Yeah, that was tough for me. I'm so glad mm-hmm. you brought that up because mm-hmm. my husband and I have been married. Uh, we got married June 24th last year. So it's been a little bit over a year. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, you know, single, professional, successful, independent, fiercely independent. Mm-hmm. Same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was tough for me to adjust to someone actually having my back just as much as I have my own if not more than to be honest right, with you right. that's that, hard. that was hard it, it was like okay and that was that was a huge learning curve for me and sometimes it still is mm-hmm. you know and, and we kind of I think he calls it um, you know I, the single phase it's like okay you in that single phase again there you go doing this or doing that you don't have to do that anymore and I think that women need to this is so important, I feel like, to learn how to curtail that while you're dating. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the best way to feel like a woman is to act like a woman. Mm-hmm. The best way to be treated like a lady is to act like a lady. And I think that a lot of times we, we, we forget that those roles are still so important. My mom taught me that the most powerful thing that you have is your femininity. Society teaches us other things are, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say vulgar things, but they say other things are your power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I disagree with that. I think it's the fact that when you are truly a lady, men respect that. That goes into how you dress, how you talk, how you act, how you socialize, mm-hmm. how you engage in conversation. Yeah, I think that there is... I think it's difficult now for women to find that balance between being, um, or not, or not, I shouldn't say being, having to um, lead mm-hmm. and take care of their own, um, especially in, in the single phase. Because I know from my experience, being single for so long, 
you're used to doing for yourself, like you yes. just mentioned. You're ha you're used to having to, to to provide, to make sure things are taken care of. You know, I owned homes and yes. it was on me. It was like, I have to get this fixed. Mm -hmm. I don't have nobody to call and say, babe, you know, the hot water went out. Right. Like, what do I do? Like, no, I have to go in there with my tools and be like, oh, <laughs> Let's, let's undo let's this and clean this out, but you know, mm -hmm. so there's things that we are conditioned to do when we take on the those phases of our lives, especially if we want to be very proactive and be a single and not just accept anyone. Yeah, you have to be prepared to to have to do certain things that you know maybe a single person wouldn't have to do. That's right. That's um, right. But you also have to be in a place to receive. Mm -hmm. um, um, a man being a man when he proves to you that he that he can be the man mm -hmm. and I had to learn that the hard way I remember mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that would go out with these guys that I would date men that were quote-unquote wealthy some mm -hmm. might be mm -hmm. and they would have this money and I would feel like to myself like dang I don't want them to think that I'm using them, especially if I actually like them. I don't want them to yeah. feel like I'm using them right. so let me pay for a date mm -hmm. once in a while or let me you know <laughs> not be the chick that's always like I want I need can yeah. you do I'll never forget a guy we went on a date mm -hmm. and uh, he looked at me and I I was like because he had done all this stuff you know he had flown back into town to see me mm -hmm. he was coming like every weekend to see me all and I was like okay I'm gonna pay for dinner tonight I want to take you out like you've done all this stuff for like the past you know couple of months mm -hmm. so I'm gonna do this mm -hmm. he looked at me I pulled out my wallet mm -hmm. and he said no thank you Mm. And me being me, I'm like, well, I know what he, I know he's like, what he does for love. Like, I, I don't want him to feel like I'm taking advantage because he's always coming to me. I mean, I've been to see him, but he was paying for me to come there. He was paying for himself to come. I was like, you know what? I, let me get dinner tonight. And <laughs> I tell you, which was very nice. He took, I put my card into the thing and he took my card out that thing and put it in his pocket. He said, you will not pull this card out for the rest of the night. Oh, wow. Interesting. Said, and then when we got the car, he was like. He put his head on my knee. He was like, I can tell that you carry yourself. And you're used to carrying yourself. But with me, don't ever, you don't have to carry your purse. And I mean that. Oh. Never carry my purse with a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, I won't need this okay. <laughs> But I say that to say men and women alike, we have to, I feel like women need to hear that. We need mm -hmm. to see that. Especially yeah. when, guys, if you know that you're dating a woman and she's self-sufficient, she's taking care of herself. Yeah. And you know that she doesn't need you, but she's truly wanting you and wanting it to be, you know, spend time with you and do things. Mm -hmm. um, to meet you in the middle, it's a, it's, it's very direct. Like you need to say that to her. Like mm -hmm. I got us, I got you. Yeah. Otherwise, we get conditioned, and then you feel like we don't need you, and we actually do. We want you. Mm -hmm. We want to feel like you, you know, you're there. And it's not monitor. It may not be a date. It may be I actually do need you to come over and change these light bulbs. <laughs> But if I, I tell you my light bulbs need changing, and you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, hello. Like, you're not the person that I need to be telling. So, yeah. Bob, what you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's like one of those things where I feel like we get conditioned to take care of ourselves, and we date men who see those qualities in us. Yeah. And they just get, they, they refrain from it. They're so used to being the weaker link in the relationship yeah. anyways yeah. that they just step back so and it's kind of like what you said with, with, with your husband yeah. you know, I know your husband I know that he like he gonna tell you and mm -hmm. like he said like you acting single and you ain't so put that shit up <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we 
like, I know you're used to, you You spent a lot of time doing that, yeah. but you can put that back in the closet. Yeah. Like, you don't need it over here. Yeah. I mean, you need to hear that. And that allows that woman to put those walls down mm -hmm. and allow her to receive you leading because you've shown her that you can lead. Yeah. That's so important. So, like, with all of those things, those mm -hmm. good things, because those are great things, but what if a woman is in a relationship and she's experiencing those good things? But it's been one year. It's been two years. It's been great. Okay. It's been more years. It's been a long time. And you like waited. And it's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's a good relationship. You all are compatible. You're enjoying each other. You know, you might have had some great vacations together. You know all his family. You even know his his kids love you. Oh, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. His mom loves you. That's an even bigger one. And he still has not put a ring on your finger. Um, I mean, why, this is. A, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell y'all. Real situation. Some people may not agree with this. The twenty two twenty two rule. Men know, and they take quick action, even if they're not ready. Told me, actually, it was my godfather. Told me a very long time ago. Mm -hmm. After um, I had my first like heartbreak. And he said, a man, he calls it the 2222. Hmm. And he said, a man knows, listen to this, guys. He, he said, a man knows within two minutes if he likes you. Wow, two minutes? He knows within two dates if you're somebody he actually wants to, to get to know and, and seriously date. Two minutes and two dates. He knows in two weeks if he wants to be with you. Interesting. That means if you guys are consistently dating wow. and communicating. Yeah, yeah. And he knows after two months if he's going to actually be with you. Mm. Like if it's not if he wants to marry you. Mm. What that means to him? Like I'm going I'm going to marry this woman. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. Based off of my current situation, mm -hmm. I can see that. And now that doesn't mean that he does those things at two weeks, two days, two whatever. It right. means that innately he knows he's. Because men are, as, as much as women, we think we're intuitive, men are intuitive too. Mm -hmm. They pick up on qualities that they know just spark something in them. Mm -hmm. And if you ask any man that has actually went above and beyond to commit to someone when he was like, I'm not going. Have y'all ever dated somebody and the next girl he be with and you be like, dang, he married her like six months after. And I was with him for three years. You know, right. that kind of situation. It does not mean that you weren't that you were rejected or that you weren't qualified. You just weren't the person for him. Mm -hmm. And people it mutually have to feel that way about each other. Yeah. I don't right. ever want to be with someone and I feel like I could I made them choose me after years or I put them in a box to be like, Well people wonder when we gonna finally do this thing. My mama keep asking <laughs> when we gonna get married. Like that to me shows more of an issue with you. Because if you gotta say that to somebody, even like as a joke, probably lets you know that that's not where where you know where they want to be. Yeah, yeah. Men know, and um, I feel like you should not date. I would never, and this might be different to other people. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to date someone for more than two years because yeah. the first year might be like, okay, I gave them. The, we're both getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. At, within that, after that first year mark, or within that first year mark, we should be engaged. And then yeah. I feel like at that point you're going to, and I won't say 
And I say engage, I take that as premarital counseling. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you're very intentional with um, getting to know them outside of mm -hmm. the romantic capacity. Because when you're in it and you feeling them and you love them and you just enjoying the relationship, yeah. It's all like, oh my God, <laughs> this is what I want to be with. Oh this God, is so awesome. <laughs> and when you, like you said, when you see them mad, when you see them disappointed in you, yeah. when you don't live up to what they thought you should have been doing or saying, mm -hmm. those are the times that you need to experience. And that usually happens after the excitement and the fun and, and the trips are over. <laughs> I need to see that before I commit. Yeah at the aisle but I also need to go to premarital counseling before you actually propose mm -hmm. so that's just me I know some so people think that timeline is crazy it might be six months all that might happen in six months it might it might be right at that two-year mark you know I don't know so you want to go to premarital counseling before you're proposed to yes wow I feel like people do it backwards Wow. They go, they get engaged, and then go to premarital counseling, and then they just told everybody they're engaged. Now they just keep going with it. You know, they really, they send a premarital counseling and realize that they're not ready for the marriage. That's funny. And then they keep trying to press it, like, well, we bought all of this stuff. We didn't invite people. We said save the dates. Let's just go through with it. I was that person. Okay. 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 And um, in ministry, like I, I tell people that all the time when they're in their single phase, like. I don't, your sister was in my single group. Like, yes. I do not, I, I don't um, project the idea of yeah. getting proposed, or I should say proposing to a person and being engaged before you go to the premarital counseling. The whole idea of premarital counseling is not to date the person, mm -hmm. be engaged, and then figure out why y'all, like try to make it work even though you realize you're not. Premarital counseling is intended to see and to confirm with God as a center that this is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm, interesting. So prior to getting engaged. Prior to getting engaged. That's interesting. Like I don't want somebody to go and spend all this money on a ring that we can't return. <laughs> and then I end up being like, you know what? This is not it. Mm. You know, or they think that about me. So I truly in my heart believe that you should be in premier when you, I mean, because there's the courting phase. If you're courting someone and you're dating them, you know that that's what you want to do. You know yeah. that I'm dating you with purpose and intention. So I think it'll be, I think it's time now for us to go to premarital counseling mm -hmm. and see if this is what we should be doing. Mm -hmm. And then that gives you the grace period to work on the things that you learn about each other in that season to say, okay, this is something we need to work on. Mm -hmm. This is a problem that we have with each other. Mm -hmm. These are things that you still need to heal and deal with on your own. And then these are the things that I need to heal and deal with on my own before we take that step. That's the purpose of premarital counseling. But hopefully, ladies get to that point. Mm -hmm. So if they don't, but they get still well, the problem is women get into the ring, they spend the, the two, yeah. the three to four years with a person and they never did the premarital counseling, but you listen to them <laughs> tell you, I want to marry you. If that's the step that you want to take, we should be in premarital counseling then. Mm -hmm. And then let me decide if you who I want to be with. Yeah. Instead of wasting another year, another six months, another eight, well, however long it may be, you know? So, how, so this is, I think that a lot of women are stuck. Mm -hmm. They're stuck with being stuck, and they're stuck with not moving forward or yeah. moving on. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of women who have felt like, I put so much time into this that I don't want to lose what I put into it, but yet I don't want to put more time into it 
because I put too yes. much time into it already. Right. And it's such a catch-22. It is. And I think those are the women that I'm assuming that we probably want to really, really like reach because that's a tough place to be in. And I feel like you need to put yourself first in those situations. Are you putting yourself first or are you putting the time that you invested or all the memories or all the attachments. I agree. That's you know, where do you fall in it? Are you at the bottom of the totem pole? If you're putting yourself first before the attachments, the memories, the vacations, the years we've had, our first Christmas, blah, blah, and your blah. your feelings for them. And your feelings. If you're putting yourself first, then I think a lot of women would probably exit those uh, non-destination relationships. Mm -hmm. And I feel like women for too long I mean it's okay to be giving and it's okay to be uh, is it selflessness or self you know it's okay to be selfish to go through the say that that phase in a relationship um I'm sorry that phase before the relationship of being selfish because right. it makes you more self-aware when you're in the relationship right. it, it helps you to focus and hone in on what is it that I actually need in a partner at yeah. this time in my life yeah because those needs can sometimes change and initially mm -hmm. you might just want companionship let me back that up initially you just might want some friendship okay initially you might just want a few dates and then maybe that changes from well you know what now i need more from this person i, I need more companionship i need more of their time you know i need more of their energy so as those needs change you need to make sure that, number one, your needs are being met. And number two, that what you're giving is clearly and consistently being reciprocated. Right. I think that because, like what you were saying earlier, that women are naturally nurturers and givers, mm -hmm. we give so much with the intention of getting those things back. We and expect uh, us from them. Yeah, we expect us from them. And, and we have to make sure that we're not so busy being us that we're not getting us back from them. You know, it feels like it's the natural thing to like, well, I'm doing everything right. So we feel like I'm going to get everything right. And when you don't get everything right or get everything back right to you, mm -hmm. you're like, what did I do wrong? Well, I don't think you did anything wrong. I just think that you weren't paying attention to the signs. You weren't paying attention to the things that weren't happening or the things that should have been happening. Be aware. I think that women fall so deep into their emotions for this person that they're not aware of what is really occurring in this relationship are we going anywhere are things progressing right you know um are you speaking of future plans or are you just speaking of the next time we hang out that you know simple. i was just gonna say uh, i um i remember a pastor telling me uh one year at a conference mm -hmm. and she said um she she giving me a prophetic word and she said you know one thing that I want you to start asking men mm -hmm. um, is where do you see yourself in a year yeah not five years because everybody got that five-year plan like yeah dum, 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 dum. yeah and five-year plans always sound great yeah, it's all good. Like, I'm gonna be married do I want to wait but I know me do I want to wait five years before I'm married to you yeah do I want to you know and then she told me and then ask yourself Based on what they say to me in a year, mm -hmm. 
do I do I like where they're leading themselves enough to let them lead me? That's right. That's right. And she dived into that. And I, when I tell y'all, she said these things to me after she gave me a prophetic word. It had what she told me before that had nothing to do with dating a husband or anything. Mm -hmm. But her her talking to me after that was saying like you basically you because I, I get all the time just my guy friends will be like why are you single like you're literally like a catch like I just don't understand why you're single and I, I don't I, that's because I'm not accessible to everyone that's right that's because I'm selective with whom I spend my time with and give myself to right just because someone else is interested doesn't mean that I have to give myself to them. I'm not desperate I'm exactly. not in a place where I'm like dang I just need a husband right there's plenty of decent men mm -hmm. that I could be with mm -hmm. but if yeah. I look at you and what you do who you are to the core not saying you're a bad person but when you really start if I ask myself this person where they are what they have where they want to be in a year mm -hmm. is that a place that I want to be right do I want them to lead me mm -hmm. is this someone that I truly trust to lead me mm -hmm. and if you ask yourself that and you're honest with yourself and you realize like they're still figuring themselves out or they have some issues that are unresolved or I mean me being honest I dated someone who had kids and it was like mm -hmm. do I really want to spend every weekend mm -hmm. you know with your child and right. that's that might sound selfish or something but kind of what you that's said question. I feel like you deserve a certain level of selfishness if you are going to have to give yourself to another person mm -hmm. into a relationship yeah. you have to be able to be okay with whatever situation you're putting yourself into yeah yeah and so i was i felt real bad like when i didn't want to date like i'm like i don't want to date anybody who has little kids mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i love children i've yeah. got children love kids yeah anybody knows me knows that <laughs> but i want to also get to know my husband and spend time with him and enjoy this person i'm dating yeah without always having to sacrifice our time or come second to his children. Yeah. And that was just, I had to be honest with myself in saying that mm -hmm. there are some people who are completely okay. Mm -hmm. But I've also met like guys who are like, well, the last girl she did, da, 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 da. you know, she felt like it all, it was always about her. Oh, okay. I might, I, I might be that girl because right. I'm going to give you a lot of me and I want, I want to be able to get a lot of you, get a, get a, get enough of you yeah. where it's like, if I don't have to get up and take a kid any place, mm -hmm. I want to. Th this goes to the question you asked. This why I'm bringing this up because she asked me why I don't want to have a kid. But I feel like if I, if it's Friday night and I get off work and I'm like, hey babe, meet me yeah. here mm -hmm. for happy hour mm -hmm. or let's go to dinner real quick, mm -hmm. I, you know, or I just got done with the meeting and let's go do something fun. Yeah. If we have to like navigate all through your ex-wife <laughs> and what she gotta do tomorrow, and we gotta call her to get approval oh, to Lord. make sure she can keep the kid, like that's a lot. I mean, I've done that before. That's, that's why lot. I know it's not for me, and it's not just about being selfish. It's just mm -hmm. about I think there has to be a level of um, separation of that when you're dating someone. Yeah. Yeah. And when you do that as a union because these are your children, or when you date someone who has kids who understands that, mm -hmm. it's easier to be like, you know what, babe, 
figure out what you need. Like their routine too. They got their kids, so they're not about to call you on a Friday night right. to say that. Me, right. I don't have children. I don't have a pet, so I'm gonna be calling. Like, let's go. I do that with my friends. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know. I do that with my friends. Like, all right, girl. I'm off. Let's meet the wine. Right. Let's do this. Let's by the pool. Yeah, yeah. So. That's just me. I and I was. It took me a long time to really accept that and be okay with that because I felt selfish saying that to somebody. Like, I just don't want to date somebody with kids. Like, I do, and I dated men who have older kids, and I'm okay with that. Like, if your kid old enough to come with you, like, I'm good. But if we gotta like take the kid to the bathroom, I'm not okay with that. If we have to like change diapers, I'm not. That's a big no-no. I'm yeah. not. I'm not dating anybody. Their kid is yeah. like, can't go to the bathroom by themselves. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You know, I think um, something that uh, came to me while you were speaking is. So how do I say this? The power of being self-aware. Yeah, is so important as it relates to dating because. Be careful what you attract, is what mm -hmm. I'm saying. So, check your emotion, check your energy before you get involved with these men because that's exactly what you're gonna get back. So, what you're sending out and the source of what you're dating from is exactly what you're gonna be producing. And I think that a lot of women, when you start to dig deep, and I'm not saying that you, you brought this on and you brought that on. But if you, if you look at certain things, a lot of women that I've spoken to, they're not having fun while they're dating. Oh, I say that all it's the time. Just, it's like they're dating on, it's like, uh, it's, like a, it's like these video, you know, the video games where you're hunting down the, you know. They walk yeah, in the like, first day with the list. Now, y'all supposed to have the five qualifications before you get to the date. But once I mean, you get to the date... I say it all the time. But have, have fun. fun. Keep it light. Yeah. I want a blog post on my blog about that. Like, have fun. I just, I mean, yeah. I feel like dating is supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be pleasurable. It's supposed to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to give you an opportunity to become friends with different people. So many people get sex mixed into it and so many people get okay is he my husband or does he meet this 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 or that right they get just, tunnel vision yeah. on that list now you should have a list but don't have tunnel vision <laughs> on that list if we sometimes i think we get tunnel vision on how a man is supposed to be with in that in in terms of what we hear and read and see yeah, yeah that we become judgmental and that's not okay and mm -hmm. i i i want my friends to check me too sometimes mm -hmm. like check me if i'm getting a little too deep mm -hmm. in religion more so than i am in spiritual connection yeah yeah because the spirit of god leads you to lead people yeah jesus wasn't going to the synagogue to to preach mm -mm. he was going into the pits mm -hmm. with the sinners to to give a message yeah. so for me yeah. Um, not saying that that's where your husband gonna be, but you also, if you know that that's not the person that you, that's that ain't something you need to say. Yeah, you just don't do it. Mm -hmm. So um, you said something a second ago, and it reminded me of the reasons or the ways mm -hmm. 
to really pay attention. You talked about the woman that's negative and that's mm. disgruntled and bitter. And oh. I was going to, to mention, you know, one of Never the whole topic that. is about knowing, being able to, basically being able to identify when it's, you know, been too long, you need to, you know, let it go. And when it's been too long, but you still need to hold on. Mm-hmm. And it starts with what you said, self-awareness one. Yes. And um, when I say self-aware, not just the good things, not mm-hmm. just, well, I go to church or, or let's take church out of it. I'm, I work. I have a good house. Mm-hmm. I got a good job. I pay my <laughs> bills. Like the things that matter. That's not, a, that might not be a good woman to a man, to mm-hmm. a certain man. So it's about being self-aware in what you need mm-hmm. and being self-aware with what you need to fix. Mm-hmm. In you yourself. In yourself, what you yeah. need to take time on yeah. and step back from dating mm-hmm. to um, cultivate and prune. There's some things you need to prune out your life too. Mm-hmm. And so um, when you said that, it made me think of mm-hmm. the, the disgruntled woman, the bitter woman, the woman that's always negative. Mm-hmm. Like nobody she's wants to spend keep, time with her. Yeah, and she's gonna keep getting those types of men. Mm-hmm. I, I, Even the men now, now let me not. I'm not just talking about my women though. <laughs> some of y'all men, I got a friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> that I just be listening to him talk sometimes. I'm like, dang, you sound like an angry person. Like you just yeah. sound like somebody just hurt you so bad. Mm-hmm. And it comes out and it like, comes out. well, women need to do this. And yeah. Women need, I'm a good man. Yeah, you just and like, then you attract that. If you are, you don't need to say it. Exactly. You Let that person it. decide to see those things. Well, that's the thing. I feel like, and I get the whole list thing, and you know, I, to me, so, and you know, this is just my take on it. So many people are making lists and qualifiers, and I get it. Nobody wants just anybody. I understand that, but my focus prior to getting married wasn't really on what I wanted in a man. My focus was me. Mm-hmm. I was focusing on becoming what I wanted in a mate. That right. was so important. I had never done that before in my and life. That, and the only way you know that is if you make like make that list. Exactly. No. But that list was for, for me. You. I and so I became that and then I attracted that. Mm-hmm. And I think that so many people have this list out but I think we should turn that list and make it into a mirror and look at it and make sure that I am this and that and that and that and that and that because if I am all that then I'm definitely going to attract all that we that's put, a good point it's the truth I think so many yeah. people put all these qualifiers on other people and we haven't even met half the qualifiers on our own list that's important what are you doing to prepare for this man that you're yes, praying about yes. how are you aligning yourself to be the, the type of woman that he sees yes. receives yes. and commits to yes that's right that's just like you owned a home you were mm-hmm. a homeowner you didn't just go oh I want to go get a home you made sure your credit was right. You made sure you had some money saved up. Right. You made sure that you, you qualified for that home. Mm-hmm. You had things to do that you had to do for yourself before, to even before you I even the key. purchased the home. Yeah. 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 And it's the same thing in dating. And, and I, you know, I think that so many people focus on the mate, the mate, the man, the man, the man. But we need to fo- put, turn that focus back on us. Well, that goes to my, my uh, what, what you said. It, it mm-hmm. kind of draws me to a point in, in this whole topic. How do you know is, is 
it's been too long mm -hmm. when you start to point the finger at the other person so much mm -hmm. that you don't even receive looking at yourself because you're focused on the length of time. It's time to me. Mm -hmm. It's time to step back and walk away. And it might be seasonal. Not to say that you may not come back to this right, person. Right. But sometimes you need to step back to either appreciate each other mm -hmm. or to prepare for each other. Or appreciate yourself more. Exactly. Oh. And so <laughs> if you take a step back, I feel like more women than men, I'll be honest as a woman, we get restless and tired and and um we're not satisfied we feel like we're not getting what we deserve or what we should have at a certain point or time yeah that we start to nag yeah. we start to create an environment that is disgruntled mm -hmm. that is unpleasant mm -hmm. that is every time i talk to you it's a subliminal joke or no man wants I don't care how besties, how much a besties you are. <laughs> no man wants to be put down. Or, put the, yeah, yeah, or for it. you to hone in on what he's not doing. Yeah. So, and I did it before so I can say it. You know my dating experience with Odu. Like, I was yeah. like, so. <laughs> so. I mean, I was just bad. I'm, I'm not going to tell y'all what I said. Because I was sorry to do the same thing. I was like, he might be watching it and be like. Like, oh, oh, that's what you was talking about. <laughs> but I will say that nobody wants to hear. I was able to go into my next dating situation. Nobody wants to hear negativity, but I was able to go into my next dating situation and learn from that and know, like, that's something I was doing mm -hmm. to get a reaction from him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. Bye-bye. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> going the way I wanted to at the time I wanted it to go there is a difference mm -hmm. there is a difference between paying attention to if you're that goes to that self-awareness like if you're yeah. self-aware you know your negative habits the things that you need to to work yes. on and prune you should be able to look at yourself and say I'm doing that a little too much mm -hmm. I'm I'm not allowing myself to just have fun with this person yeah to the point that I create and cultivate an environment of peace. Right. That's yeah. so important. Yeah. Like, who wants to date somebody? You work all day. Mm -hmm. You're taking orders or you're giving orders, and then you go home and you gotta be on the phone <laughs> or on a date with somebody, and all they're talking about is what you should be doing, what you're not doing. Yeah. You know what you what you can do better. Mm -hmm. What they're ready for. Yeah. When you are self-aware, then you start to become more easier to love yourself because now you're you're more aware of who you are as a woman you are more conscious of who you are as a woman spiritually emotionally mentally so now you're being more self-aware as you start to become more aware of who you are it's easier to love yourself more and as you love yourself more then you can be strong enough to walk away right i think that women some it's so easy when you get into a relationship to lose yourself it's so easy, especially when the relationship is good. It's horrible when you lose yourself when the relationship is bad. That's a deep, deep, deep grave to dig yourself out of. But when it's good, it's also easy because you're just kind of lost in the sauce. And when you lose who you are, you, you almost kind of start to become 
not necessarily who this person is, but so many of your mannerisms and behavior gel into who they are in their lifestyle, that you're like, okay, there's black, there's white, but then there's gray. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to pick out the black from the white when it's all gray. Yeah. That's okay somewhat in a marriage. It's definitely not okay in a relationship. Yeah. Because you all are still two. And when you are self-aware, you can practice self-love, which now you're self-empowered. So if you're in those relationships where it's not going anywhere and you've been with this person for two, three, four, five years, whatever it is, and nothing is happening, those three things, when they are in alignment, then you will have the strength and the courage and even the wisdom to walk away. It's always, always, and I'll put this on everything, an ROI in everything that we be. do. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Ladies, if, I know she knows this already. Ladies, if you're not familiar with ROI, it's a return on your investment. And that could be your pockets or your pussy, but. <laughs> I can say that, but. You have a return on your investment. If you invest in your time, your pockets, or your pussy, you better be getting your something girl. out of it. <laughs> okay. Look, seriously, your girl, okay? But yeah. the ROI is so important. Like, she's right. Whether you're, it's your girl, whether it's your time, whether it's your energy, yeah. whether it's your friendship, look at the return on investment that you were putting in. Too many women get caught in these long-term relationships because they're no longer paying attention to what the ROI is. You're not going to go anywhere on Wall Street and they're just going to keep pouring money into a dead stock. Or a, a company that's dying or losing or failing. They're just not because their ROI is now, you know, extinct. Why would you pour something into a dead relationship? That hits number two of like how you know when it's time to move on. Yeah. If your RO, if you have no ROI or, or, super, or low. It's super low, <laughs> it's probably time. Like if you are investing more into, and that may not be, again, scale. It's, it, it, it may not be sex, it may be the emotions, or it may not be the emotions, it may be money, or it may not be the money, it may be the time. If you, whatever that you value, and you're investing it, but you're not getting a return on that, mm -hmm. it might be time to walk away. Absolutely. And um, I'm going to draw from something you said, because I see this a lot, especially on social media, like these memes mm -hmm. that drive me crazy about like, I saw a meme on a um, pastor's website, on a pastor's uh, page, and it was like, if this doesn't serve you, and I commented. And I was like, you know, but everything that is uh, meant for you may not serve you. Mm -hmm. um, because if you look at it from that way, you'll be disappointed. Now, there are other points of serving, you though. There's mm -hmm. like, like you said, the ROI is very different from what you doing for me and am I happy? Because if you go into a relationship solely based on your happiness, it won't work because you're never gonna be happy all the time, every year with the person. Your happiness comes from yourself. True. So if you are happy, if you're cultivating your own happiness, mm -hmm. he can piss you off and you be like, happy. anyways, I'm gonna hang this phone up and I'm about to go uh, <laughs> get my nails done That's and right. do what I wanna do today because you're not gonna mess up my mood. That's right. That's the type of person that I am. And yeah. dudes get mad like you don't care. No, but you're not about to, you're not gonna you fuck just, up my energy. Like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm just not good. in charge of that. You're not right. You don't control how I'm gonna have, um, how I'm gonna have my day lay out, like mm -hmm. how I'm gonna feel for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. 
you can be mad and we can talk about this and resolve it. If that's not where we are, I'm gonna still move on with the day. I'm still gonna have a good a good place mentally and emotionally yeah. because that comes from me, not you. Yeah. So, and that goes into the third thing that I think you that you have to pay attention is toxicity. Mm-hmm. When you, one way to know if it's time to let go, no matter the amount of time or years um, that you've been with the person, mm-hmm. if it's now toxic, meaning when you're with the person, every encounter either. And it may not be every encounter, but there's a cycle and a habitual um, circle of negativity. Mm-hmm. No matter, like you have these high and lows, and you function off that. Yeah. Meaning, you have Scary. a good high, you have you have the the best sex, or you know you have a good date night, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden something drastic happens, and it just goes. Yeah, that's toxic. Yeah, or if you're dating them, and all of a sudden, you know, you find yourself um, poisoning the relationship with what they did three months ago or a year ago. <laughs> to me, that's toxic. Mary, I'm a firm believer that if women truly, truly loved themselves more and learned how to love themselves more, they would not stay for so long in these toxic, yeah. abusive, non-destination non-committal relationships it's it's kind of like tiffany's does not have sales i've never seen a sale at tiffany's i mean i wish they would i don't even i mean you know i I they have some discontinued items but i've never seen a sale at tiffany's and you and i both go to tiffany's Mm -hmm. why because they know their value Right. They know they're worth. And that goes back with if you I say this all the time, my friends tell this, if you know how you wanna be loved, how you should be loved, because Mm -hmm. you practice it on yourself, Mm -hmm. you'll know how to teach someone else how to love you. And you also know what level of love you should receive Mm -hmm. so you won't receive it. You won't accept anything below that. That's right. Yeah, there's standards. standards. And those standards I'm not I'm not against people having standards for other people i get it we should but have standards for yourself first because if you have standards for yourself first then the standards for other people are going to automatically qualify if my standard is i won't accept xyz and when xyz is delivered to me those are my standards they may not be standards for you but since those are my standards i'm not going to accept xyz yeah and and and, I, and the only thing that i can control is myself I can't control another you can't man. Can't control anybody else. Yeah, that's beautiful. You may set, you may take your standards and create expectations on a person, right? But it's up to you to evaluate them early on enough to know I shouldn't even be expecting this yeah. from you. Yeah. If anyone's ever like been in one of my ministry groups or my life coaching sessions, I say mm-hmm. this all the time. Mm-hmm. When you think of a person, whether it be a friend whether it be a romantic partner, but in a situation, mm-hmm. a romantic partner, when you talk about them, do you talk about them and say and or but? Mm, that's a great question. When If you say mm. but more often than and, and, yeah, might be time to reconsider yeah. the relationship. And I know that's very broad. That's very broad to say. Because we all are going to say and or but at some point. But yeah. the whole scope of it is to evaluate if you're always on the defense about your relationship with them. Mm-hmm. If you're always 
talking about what you're not getting and what you're ready for and what, right. you're, and what you need, but they're not delivering, mm -hmm. that's a but. That's right. I'm, it's been blah, 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 blah amount of years, and I'm not getting it. So you put in an and, mm -hmm. but I'm ready for a relationship. You have to be really, really intuitive with yourself enough to be honest and say, do I say but about them more than the and? Yeah. But he's not ready. Mm. But he's not here. But he's not in a place financially to even buy a ring. But if it's always a but, <laughs> you're always explaining stuff. Or when your friends ask you, because everybody got that friend that really loves you and care about you, they be yeah. like, "What's up with him? Yeah. Like, what's, what's going Where's on with y'all? Like, are y'all good?" Yeah. I know one thing. Um, my husband was extremely, and I love this. He was extremely intentional. He was intentional with me. He was intentional about his plans. He communicated his plans to me in regards to what he was going to do. Uh, he expressed his desires as it relates to marriage and the future. So I was very clear with the direction he was going. If there is not clarity, purpose, or intention offered, you on it, girl. You know what I'm saying? The chances are. Exactly. From having exactly what you deserve and desire. Yeah. You're your own blockage. Not him. He's doing what he wants to do because He's you're right. allowing At the it. level he wants to. Yeah. If he wanted anything more, he would and then if it's if it's not if it's not you, mm -hmm. it would like I, I, I someone said to me years ago, like, oh a man, you know, he'll never no, it was a woman, she said, uh, he'll never find anyone like me. Mm. And I looked at her. I said, "Yes, he will." Mm. And she was like, "What you mean? I'm a bomb woman. I got my da da da." I said, "No, no, no. There's plenty of bomb women on this earth. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of other women. I, That's right. I know. There's plenty of men and women that are amazing. Yes, because God created us all to accept <laughs> the same things you weren't willing to accept. That's right. Now, that does not mean that they retain the same qualities that you have." And I think we need this scope. Sometimes it's not rejection, it's reservation. Like God's mm -hmm. reserving you for someone and he's allowing it to not work mm -hmm. because he has a purpose for you that's bigger than what you can see. And sometimes it is a person that is more in alignment with what he wants you to do and the path he has for you to take mm -hmm. than what you see yourself or where you see yourself going. Yeah. And so that draws me back to the very first thing I said and kind of what you touched on. Mm -hmm. Is this person intentional and in alignment with where you're supposed to be going next? That's right. And sometimes we don't even know that. That's why I wholeheartedly think you should be going to premarital counseling mm -hmm. while you're in a commitment phase. Committing to a person too soon sometimes leads to being in the relationship a little too long. Committing to someone prematurely is the first step um, inside of being with someone for too long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To me, that's the, that's the starting point. Mm -hmm. When you prematurely commit to a person, knowing that um, uh, there's no intentions on their end, there's no uh, finish line with the dating, and a starting point with the next phase of life, marriage or marital covenant, um, if that's your desire, mm -hmm. then you're setting yourself up to be let down. When you have and committed to a person prematurely, you have not committed to yourself first. I agree. Well, 
Well, this I want to hear great. from you guys. It's been a great show. It Thank has. you so much, Siobhan, for joining so me this welcome. week. You're welcome. I hope that you guys were able to uh, take something from this week's episode. Yeah. If you have thoughts, comments, if you disagree with something, drop it in the comment section and let me know what you think. <laughs> if you are not subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe. We're on all uh, podcast platforms. Thanks, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.